because we want to do something. Like you turning pro and me sleeping with men. I think it's fair to say neither thrilled him, but he got on board. He's good like that. They ate the remainder of their burgers in comfortable silence while Charlie tried to imagine what her father was doing at that moment. He'd been teaching at the Birchwood Golf and Racquet Club for more than 20 years. They'd moved to Topanga Canyon from Northern California when Charlie was three because the club promised her father more responsibility and better pay than his job coaching boys tennis at an elite boarding school. A few years later, he was promoted to head pro, and now he ran both the tennis and golf programs, despite knowing little about golf. He spent most of his time checking inventory and hiring pros and smoothing over small tiffs with members, and Charlie knew he missed the actual teaching. He still taught the occasional lesson, most often the old-timers and small children, but at 61, he couldn't keep up with the teenagers or young professionals who moved fast and hit hard. No one acknowledged it, but the lesson requests had shifted to the younger teachers, and Mr. Silver most often found himself in the pro shop, or the club's main office, or even at the stringing machine. If tonight were like the other charity events the club hosted— Her dad would be feeding balls at the children's clinics that served as daycare while the parents donned their best black tie and nibbled canapes in the dining room that overlooked the ninth hole. He never complained, but it made Charlie despondent thinking of him leading a game of offense-defense with a group of eight-year-olds while his peers drank and danced together inside. Why do you think dad still does it? Charlie asked, pushing her tray away. I mean, he's been there, what, a quarter of a century now? Jake raised an eyebrow. Because he never went to college. Because he's proud and will never take a dime from either of us. Because he was, by all accounts, but most of all his own, a womanizing asshole during his pro years until he met mom. And by the time they had me, it was too late for him to go back to school. You don't need me to be telling you any of this. No, I know. I guess I just mean, why hasn't he ever moved? Ever since mom died, we don't have any real ties to the area. Why not try somewhere else? Arizona or Florida? Marin? Mexico even? It's not like he has some great life in L.A. that he would miss so much. Jake looked down at his phone and cleared his throat. I don't know that places are lining up to hire a 60-year-old pro with a few years' experience on the tour 40 years ago. One who, I hate to be blunt about it, but let's call a spade a spade sleeps with every single woman who shows up for some help with her backhand. Birchwood treats him pretty well, all things considered. I think I just threw up in my mouth. Jake rolled his eyes. He's a grown man, Charlie. Do you think he's happy? Charlie asked. I mean, I know he's had every opportunity to get married again and has clearly not chosen that route, but does he like his life? Their father had worked around the clock to support them both, to give them every opportunity that their far more privileged classmates had enjoyed. Summer camp, music lessons, annual camping trips to national parks, and of course, the tennis lessons. He'd taught them both to play from the time they were four. Jake soon lost interest, and Mr. Silver never pushed him. Charlie, on the other hand, was a natural. She loved her tiny pink racket, the running and balancing drills, the tube she used to help pick up balls, She loved filling those little paper cone cups with icy water from the Gatorade cooler and scraping the clay off her sneakers with the floor-mounted rolling brush and the way the tennis balls smelled when she cracked open a brand new can. But most of all, she loved her father's undivided attention, how he focused entirely on her 
and his face lit up every time she flounced onto the court with her ponytail braid and purple-striped sweatpants. The look that was usually reserved for whatever woman he was dating at the time. A seemingly endless cadre of middle-aged divorcees stuffed into too tight and too short dresses who would hang on his arm and offer Charlie insincere compliments about her bedroom or her braids or her nightgown before following her father into the night in a cloud of potent perfume. Not that they were all like that. Sometimes the women were younger, not yet mothers themselves, and they would talk to Charlie and Jake in high-pitched voices like they were zoo animals or bring them thoughtful but age-inappropriate gifts, a stuffed koala bear for Charlie when she was 15, a Heineken beer koozie for a 17-year-old Jake. There were women Mr. Silver met at the club, women he met at the fish shack down on Malibu Beach where he'd been going for 20 years and knew everybody. Women who were just passing through Los Angeles.